What a weird week for Friday, November 18th, 2022. The one with the snake bite story that we've been waiting for. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Really weird, weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today with some wonderful weird stuff. Thank you for coming back to or for checking out What a Weird Week. It's a podcast that's a top 10 list of the weird news stories of the week. There's a lot. Let's go. 10. Number 10. Headline is screen painting wins fight against intruders. A couple of things here right off the top. Just to let you know where I stand on uh, art. I didn't know the screen painting that there was more than one. There's more than one screen painting? Is there more than one Mona Lisa too? Don't even tell me. Anyway, the famous screen painting, there have been a handful of art masterpieces uh, getting vandalized in the news lately in the name of saving the planet. This time, the protest was shut down before anyone could glue themselves to anything. And I don't know if they were planning on throwing something at the painting as well. They've done tomato soup. They've done runny mashed potatoes. I think pumpkin pie filling probably would have been the right color scheme. Again, I'm not very knowledgeable about art, but pumpkin pie filling would have been sort of an ochre. It would have blended in nicely. Am I a protester now? What happened? I have to be impartial here. Wait, hang on. Ice cream. It should have been ice cream, right? Maybe they were planning ice cream the whole time. Uh, Melted ice cream. Because the painting is scream. Ice cream for ice cream. The planet is heating up. The ice cream is melting. I don't know. There's something there. Nine. Number nine. The head of Turkey's Baker's Union has been arrested after calling bread-eating societies stupid. Complicated story. Well, not really. He is Mr. Bread, basically. And he said, people who eat bread are dummies. Do you feel attacked by this statement? Because I did. And then I got hungry and I forgot everything. So this fellow was put in jail. It's really more of a political thing. What he said was meant as an insult to the president of Turkey, in my understanding. Now, I'm not very smart about anything. Wait, I know what I love, and it's bread. But as far as the politics and stuff, Turkey jailed a bakery union head for publicly insulting the Turkish nation, is one of the quotes from the story. You have to be careful what you say about the government in Turkey because they will throw you in jail. So I got angry. I was like, hey, just ease off on the bread, sir. And But it turned out it was more of a freedom of speech story. Still hungry, though. I am still hungry. Eight. Number eight is about goosebumps and a new study. If you can give yourself goosebumps, your brain might be special. Study found that people who can goosebump themselves... I can't even hide it, you guys. I'm very proud of Goosebump Yourself. Anyway, people who can do it, do it to heighten emotional experiences while engaged in activities like, you know, shimmer shammy, sweet, sweet loving time. They do it while listening to music, do it while dancing, and it helps heighten the experience. And uh, you Goosebumpers also test higher on openness. The personality trait of being open is uh, something you excel at. So congratulations on that. I'm torn because I want to know how to goosebump myself. I can't do it. I'm trying to stay focused here and, and concentrate and get some goosebump action going, but I cannot do it. But also, I don't want to be, if the trade-off is I have to be more open. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes, right? Seven. Number seven, when chocolate turns white, should you panic? I'm going to say yes. First instinct. 
So this is from Live Science. Almost didn't include this in the top 10 because it's just about um, when chocolate turns, you get that white powder on your chocolate. And I'm like, well, this is coming out of left field. What's happening here, Live Science? No black holes to talk about this week? No uh, Earth-destroying asteroids? But then I'm like, why am I arguing against chocolate? What has happened to me? So why does chocolate turn white after a while when you've had it? It's still okay to eat. First of all, let's get that uh, out of the way. You can eat and you should eat that chocolate. You should eat as much chocolate as possible as my personal philosophy. When chocolate turns white, you're not eating it fast enough. Basically, I'm just going to say that's the reason it turns white. Really, the blame is on you. It's called um, chocolate bloom. When blooming occurs on chocolate, it's a chemical reaction with either the cocoa butter and or the sugar. There's a whole deep dive on this from Live Science. Fascinating. What I'm fascinated by is somebody at Live Science sat down and typed this out. Did a whole deep dive on it. Maybe the people at Live Science re-examined their life after last week and the Earth-destroying asteroid incident. Maybe they were like, if this is the last article I publish... I wish it would have been about chocolate. I said that funny. I chocolate. I don't know what's wrong with me this week, you guys. Six. Number six. Toy Hall of Fame continues to be interesting. This year, uh, these toys got voted into the Toy Hall of Fame. The top, Masters of the Universe, He-Man toys, and Lightbright. Several finalists were not voted in this year. Bingo. No. Sorry, Bingo. Nerf. The Pinata. And Phase 10. Sorry, Phase 10, it just wasn't in the cards. <laughs> what? Come on. It's a, it's a card game. Oh, oh, you knew that, but it just wasn't a funny joke. Okay. Somebody's at my front door, you guys. That almost sounded like a toy. My doorbell sounds like a children's toy. No wonder the neighbors don't take me seriously. Five. Okay, moving on. Number five is chain, chain, chain. Chain of Beards. I was going to sing it, and I didn't. Oh, boy. First good decision this week, hey? Casper, Wyoming was the setting for this world record where 74 guys lined up side by side. Some of them made beard braids. Some of them just parted their beards and clipped their beard to their neighbor on either side until they had a 150-foot beard chain Shattering the old world record. 150 feet of beardness. They say it wasn't easy. This is one of those things that at first you're like, well, whatever. Get a bunch of beardos together and uh, we clip them beard by beard and we break the world record. Easy peasy. But you had to stand still and wait till everyone got clipped in. Wait for the official measure. No one can break the chain. Got somebody calling your cell phone. Sorry, can't take the, this important call. What is your stockbroker? Sorry. You know, whatever. And uh, so it wasn't as easy as I first thought to break this beard world record. So congratulations to the uh, the beardy beardos uh, who will get in the Guinness Book of Records. Even that takes a while, you know, weeks and weeks of official scrutiny before it is an official world record. In the meantime, some of those fellows are still tangled together. They're still attached at the beard. They couldn't detangle their beards. So now they're just trying to make it work. Double dating. Job sharing, driving the carpool lane, you know. Four. Number four story. Everybody had this. You saw this in your feed for sure. Jeff Bezos gave Dolly Parton $100 million. That's weird though, right? The founder of Amazon wants to give billions 
and billions and billions of dollars to charity. It's like that story where the main character is cursed and he has to give away all his money. He has so much money that there's not enough time for him to give away all his money. If that isn't already a story, I'm going to go ahead and copyright that right now. Weird Week Productions, 2022. Bezos is 58, the fourth richest person in the world at time of recording. Dolly Parton, we all know her. We love her. She has charities. Do we have a soundbite? It's my great honor to welcome our 2022 Courage and Civility Award recipient up onto the stage, Dolly Parton. Did you say a hundred million dollars? I can't help it. I trust Dolly. I mean, everybody loves her. You trust her. She could take that money and blow it on fireworks. Blow it on. I want to make the world's largest coat of many colors and uh, cover the rainforest. Like Dolly could say that. It doesn't matter. We love Dolly. She'd get away with it. Three. Number three is about the fellow who ate rotisserie chicken. You Maybe you saw this already in your feed. This has been kicking around the feeds. It didn't make the top 10 last week. This is the headline, the quote from the article. Man who ate 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days says it felt like the right thing to do. That's a wonderful quote. Another quote from the article. It was something in my subconscious that was pushing me to the longevity of at least seven days and then 30 days. And then at 30 days, I didn't feel enough pain. So I took it to 40. Like that is pretty, pretty fantastic. What a great quote. The man who pushed himself to eat 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. Oh my gosh, the salt. Number two is an inspiring story. This is going to help us all, I think. Chinese man, aged 50, runs marathon in under three and a half hours while smoking cigarettes. He calls himself Uncle Chen. He placed 574th out of almost 1,500 runners and placed number one in our hearts. Hey, what? I don't want to make light. I mean, you're not supposed to smoke. It's bad for you. I just... If we could study this man and learn how it is that he is able to, his body can consume tobacco smoke and also run a marathon and do better than many, many, many runners who trained for the marathon and didn't smoke. If we could figure out what's going on there, we could all have our vices and still run marathons. Maybe and this is just a dream right now, but currently seeking investors, maybe a chocolate marathon. That would be my, instead of my smoking cigarettes, it would be chocolate. Every, I don't know, 100 meters? We'll work out the details later. I need investors. Sorry, it's my dietician. They're listening to the live feed. It's only available for Patreons. All right, I'm sorry, Dr. Ponce. I'll back off. Marathon of chocolate, though. That that does sound pretty great. Okay, before number one, we have some honorable mentions. Oh, I should say, though, um, this podcast, let me acknowledge that we had my front doorbell go off and my cell phone go off during this podcast this week. I've said it before, editing is hard. So, you know, I don't feel like I have to explain myself. But how about this? Once we get to 100 five-star reviews in the Apple podcast store, whatever it's called, iTunes. Once we get to 100 five-star reviews, I will start editing out doorbells and cell phone calls. 
That sounds like a pretty sweet deal, you guys. 100 five-star reviews. All from the same person, even. It's okay. I don't... Can you do that? Let's work on that, too. That seems like something I'd want to know how to do. Honorable mention. We got featured in Bored Panda last week, an article on the Bored Panda website. So I want to thank Adelaide, the writer of the article who reached out about weird news. We put a link in the show notes if you want to check out that article. Honorable mention too. Second honorable mention is the bulk barn story that got going around TikTok. This lady named Mason Tanner from Michigan crossed the border into Canada, went into Bulk Barn, started feeling that Bulk Barn energy. Guys, what the f*** is a Bulk Barn? Because my uh, my mind is blown. Look, you can get macaroons. <gasps> oh my God, this is the coolest place I've ever been. Oh my God, M&M's. Don't tell Canada, but I, I took an M&M. If you're from Canada, if you have a Bulk Barn, you know what I'm talking about when I say Bulk Barn energy. But according to the stats, many of you hearing this podcast are not from Canada. And God bless you and thank you for listening, liking, subscribing. I will explain Bulk Barn. We have these stores in Canada where you go in and it's just barrel upon barrel upon barrel of stuff that you can scoop out and buy in bulk. You name it. Soup mix, yes. Spices, yes. Even peanut butter. I've never tried the peanut butter because I don't know, do you scoop that? Or maybe that's a, some sort of nozzle. Seems like it maybe be a nozzle situation. Anyway, you go to Bulk Barn for the candy. There is so much candy. And it's overwhelming. At some point, every Canadian has lost their mind at a Bulk Barn. You're standing adjacent to 900 pounds of M&Ms. You cannot stay sane. You've got to get away from, from the M&Ms at some point, And sometimes it takes an intervention. Anyway, that's the uh, the gist, but this lady was uh, overwhelmed in Bulk Barn. Kind of a fun watch. A couple more headlines here. Drunk guest ruins wedding by throwing cake over bride before groom punches him. They got me. They got me with that headline. It's an old story. It went viral on one of the social medias, and it got uh, re-uploaded, picked up by Twitter, and showed up on my feed this past week. Drunk person at a wedding. But they got me. And the other one is bright flash of radiation sent through the universe after black hole rips star to death. That's a headline, eh? From our friends in the science community. I'll tell you one thing. I am unsettled by how many surprise black holes there are. Every week, another one pops up. Oh, we didn't see that one. These things are destroyers of galaxies. Like, let's keep an eye on them. One. Okay, number one, I should say trigger warning. This uh, is a PG-13. This involves snakes, uh, child in peril, and biting. The headline, snake bites boy, so boy bites snake back. From the article, an eight-year-old boy boy recently recently killed killed a venomous venomous cobra in India India after after receiving a venom-free dry bite bite from the snake snake, and then then biting biting back back in retaliation. The snake did not recover from its wounds. The boy did recover. This was a dry bite, which I read sometimes snakes choose to do dry bites to save on venom is how I would put it. But there's more to it. The science and all that You can read the article. That's what they think happened. The kid got a dry bite. So no venom. And then the kid, you know, to save himself, flight or bite, I guess would be we're going to call it a flight or bite situation. The kid uh, bit the snake and now has lived to tell the tale. That's uh, quite a scare. But all I'm saying is when the dust settles, 
I feel like there's a TV producer somewhere that is trying to get in touch with this child's family because they want to put the eight-year-old on TV and just have him bite stuff. I mean, the kid already bit a cobra. Would you watch a show where they just keep bringing stuff out and the eight-year-old takes a bite? Maybe it's a catcher's mitt from the Hall of Fame. Kid takes a bite. Maybe it's, uh, you know, the world's largest gobstopper. Kid takes a bite. Moon rocks. Kid chews up some moon rocks. I don't know. That's I feel like that could be a TV show already. Listen, if you're a TV producer, I got a million ideas. A million. Not all of them involve the kid biting moon rocks, but, you know, some. Some do. Listen, I appreciate when you like and subscribe to whatever star reviews, all that jazz. If you want show notes, we do have a blog post every week of the stories we talk about. The easiest way to find that is probably shownotes.page. Shownotes.page.